is RJLA Family. I am Angela Birdsong, your conversation peace host on Radio Justice LA Morning Wake Up Call at radiojustice.org. For something new or unusual to talk about for stimulating conversation for you on the bus, train, plane, or simply at the water cooler or in cubicle nation. Today, part two of my conversation with guest Sister Charlene Muhammad in her home. She is a multi-award winning multimedia journalist and speaker with 20 plus years experience in print media and over 15 years combined experience as a radio host and producer. Her current post is national correspondent for the historical multi-award winning publication, The Final Call Newspaper along with being a contributor to the Los Angeles Sentinel newspaper and the new L.A. Watts Times newspaper, to name a few. Sister Charlene Muhammad is founder, host, and executive producer of Liberated Sisters, a public affairs program that can be seen the first and third Tuesdays on morrismedialive.com at 10 a.m. Pacific time and broadcast here on radiojustice.org every Friday at 8 a.m. and again at 12 p.m. If you missed part one of my conversation with Sister Charlene Muhammad last week of her sharing the journey from small town Louisiana to being a national correspondent for The Final Call, please go to radiojustice.org, click on conversation piece to replay that show or any of my previous shows. Welcome to conversation piece. We'll be right back. The rhyme it is wicked Those that don't know how to be pros get evicted A woman could bear you, break you, take you Now it's time to rhyme Can you relate to a sister's open up To make you holler and scream Hey yo, let me take it from here, queen Excuse me, but I think I'm about to To get into precisely what I am about to do I'm conversating to the folks who have no whatsoever clue So listen very carefully as I break it down for you Merrily, 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 merrily High for happy, overjoyed Please will all the beats and rhymes my sisters have employed Look as me throwing down the sound Totally a yes, let me state the position Ladies first, yes? Yes. Yeah, there's gonna be some changes made here. Being a woman is great to see I know the lot of fellas out there will agree with me Not for being one, but for being with one Cause when it's time for loving, it's the woman that gets them sworn Stepping, strutting, moving on Rhyming, cutting, and not forgetting We are the ones to give birth to the new generation of prophets Cause it's late I break into a lyrical freestyle Grab the mic, look at the crowd and see smiles Cause they see a woman standing up on her own too Sloppy slouching is something I won't do Some think that we can't flow, can't flow. Stereotypes they got to Go. Got to go. I'ma mess around and flip the scene into reverse With what? With a little touch of latest first I am your host, Angela Birdsong, and you are listening to Conversation Peace with guest, Sister Charlene Muhammad, multi-award winning journalist and speaker. Now, transitioning from journalism to radio broadcast, when did that come about? Did you did you know one day that you will be doing radio? 
No, I had radio was not in my sights, nor was it in my plans. So anything outside of writing for the for the final call, radio was not anywhere. So who approached you to well, do first, radio? Latrice. Um, I'm sorry, her last name escapes me, but she's from New York. Okay. And we met at an event at Dorsey High. We were doing some some work, and I just started seeing a new face. I'm like, "You're media, you're new," to me, and we we um, became colleagues. And one day she called and said, "Hey, look, we're putting up together a radio show, and you need to be a part of this." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I don't know how to do radio. I didn't wouldn't know where to start." And she asked again, and I said, "Well, let's let me hear about it." And then we started meeting with other people. There were people. We were invited, I was invited to planning meetings, and that's where I met a lot of other women with the same mission. That's how I started doing radio. Was that first program, Some of Us Are Brave? Yes, that was Some of Us Are Brave. I actually, here, it's funny, the breakthrough with the final call was when I was pregnant with Raisa. Uh The breakthrough with the radio station was with Mustafa. That's when I was in the planning stage with the sisters. Pregnant with your last child and your only son. Yeah. But it was, it was you know, as with anything coming to birth, there's some challenges. And so I was getting fatigued and I bowed out to go and have my son. And then um, someone asked me to help them with their show. Sherry Ross, who was at that time producing with Tandy Seasway, Shimaranga. Hey, Tandy, shout out. And Ayana Kanata. They were, out of all the people who had been working to put it on the air, they were the host at that time in the collective. And um, I was going to be doing a show with Sherry. And so then I did one show, mm-hmm. which Tandy produced. And I started producing again. Okay. And that's how I started doing radio. Who do you follow on Twitter? Farrakhan. Farrakhan. Who else? Um, people who follow Farrakhan. Jesse Muhammad. Brother mm-hmm. Jesse. Okay. <laughs> That's it? I follow a lot of people, but I don't know because I don't really in, in, interact. Okay. Okay. I need someone for social media. RJLA, can you somebody come and help me, please? <laughs> then maybe I can answer this question about who I follow. I follow some people. I follow a lot of people. I follow... Right. Um, I just don't engage. I follow Jamila Lemieux, former editor of Ebony. Okay. When it was black, and mm-hmm. then it transitioned to white on. Then mm-hmm. they transitioned her. Mm-hmm. I follow um, a lot of people. Okay. Now where now when when you are I follow Dr. Wesley Muhammad, and you should too. Okay. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll if I can ever understand how to use Twitter. I have to exactly. learn how to how to. I have a Twitter account, but I don't use it at all. I've never used it. Really? No. No, I need to catch up. Yeah. I need to catch I, up. I sometimes. I mean, you know, when I think that there's something to say, I'll say it. Most times I'm researching on there. I follow, of course, Nana. I follow Dr. Molina. Mm-hmm. You know, I follow. I, okay. I do follow a lot. Now, what I was misconstruing as engaging is different. I don't okay. engage a lot. Mm-hmm. I should. I know it. But I'm a writer. That that I'll go in and I'll ask for sources and people will respond. Okay. But most times, I'm on these lifelines. I put one story to bed, I pick another two or three up. 
and it's like that. It's okay, now like this that. is your second time using the word lifelines. Oh, my bad. And I know what you mean, but I know the listening audience, they don't know what lifelines are. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to say it. But I got to tell the story. Tell the story. And this is a story that sticks out in terms of the ones you were asking about earlier. The rape of 13 black females by Daniel Holtzclaw in Oklahoma City. That sticks out. And I have to apologize. You know, when you're insane, you don't know you're crazy, obviously, because you wouldn't do stuff that's crazy. But I remember I was so out of it when I was there Mm -hmm. on the ground hearing and seeing what was happening and the feel and energy of the city and these people, these women were not protected anymore by themselves to a degree, not totally, but the people with them were so few, they might as well have been by themselves. And I was so upset and in pain. I'll pray for them on Facebook and, and ask God to take the pain of black women and girls away who were abused this way. And then I said, start with me, God, so I can tell their stories because I can't really get this story out. No, don't start with me. First, take their pain away. That's the point of it all. So I had to go back and think about that. Like, you, what kind of prayer is that? They're, mm-hmm. they, you're just trying to write about their rape. They were raped. Right. Get it together. But that's how enraged and blind I was. And I've thought about that a while. And I think I took that post down. But um, Lifelines. being down there mm-hmm. and covering that, no media was on that story. And it had been happening a while. It wasn't some new one week, one day thing. And when I came back, I had done an interview with Roland Martin. TV One has since counseled him or said they would be suspending him, counseling him and said they'd bring him back. Okay. Last I checked. But I did an interview with Roland Martin, came home to write this story, and couldn't write it. Something that never happens in life happened. There was chaos in my space when I was writing. It never happens. Like, this is a final call family. I'm not in a nation and my husband not. Right. We're not in a nation and our children aren't. Mm-hmm. And when I started writing for the paper, they started writing for the paper. So we got a routine around this camp, right? But there was chaos all over the place. And our trucks roll out at a certain time. I'm still writing the story and the trucks are rolling out. And I have nerve to send it. <laughs> that paper is gone, baby. Mm-hmm. And I talked to my sister and I said, I'm under attack. This story, people are waiting for this story because it has not been told. Right. And I, this stuff is happening. It never happens. And she said, because you're not looking at it properly. She said, you think it's you. You're internalizing it. But it's not you. Satan doesn't want that story out. It's spiritual wickedness. It's the story Mm -hmm. that's under attack. Mm -hmm. So you think differently and you get that story out and it went and broke right through. And before I talked to her, I said, something is going on. 
because I missed this deadline. I don't like that word. It came out just like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that word. What does that mean? Now, I knew what it meant, but I said, let me look it up again because I don't like it. There's something about it that's happening here. I was just trying to figure it out, and I prayed, right. yes. and I looked at it. And, of course, deadline is if you have something to me or it's a line. If you cross it, you get shot. You cross this line, you're going to get shot. It's a boundary. Right. And I said, well, hell, that's why I don't want to do it. I don't even want to come up to the line, right? If they say, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. a hot wire right there, don't touch it, you get, would you want to even go near it? So that's what, this is what Sister Charlene Muhammad is thinking. Right. Since you say my full name, and I ain't mad <laughs> at you, because Muhammad is what makes it that. So, then I said, well, look up the word lifeline. And lifeline resonated with me. It means a point or a moment in time mm-hmm. where someone is waiting or depending on you for something. I like that. My okay. editor, my producer, my staff, whatever is depending on me. So let me get this over there. Because when they get it and they do what they have to do with it, then the family that's depending on them can get what they need. You know what I'm saying? Right. Versus yeah. crossing the line and getting shot. Right. Man, you right. know how many times I've been shot through the deadline? Right. Right. I let that go that night. Right. Yeah, because as a journalist, you're always meeting so-called deadlines. So to change your vernacular... You change your spiritual positioning. Changed it. The energy with your workforce. Words have energy. With your workflow. That's right. And yeah. force. Mm-hmm. Words have energy. And ever since then, I've been steady, steady, steady. And that, mind you, look, I started contributing to a lot of places, a lot of different things. I see it differently. And, you know, I'm not trying to coin a phrase. Someone said, are you trying to coin a phrase? Hey, as long as it works for me, you ain't got to say it. But when you say, Charlene, your deadline is, I say lifeline. I'm talking to me. Right. Yeah. I'm not invalidating you. I'm talking to me. Because I know what that gives me. So that's just, I mean, you know, people might be like, man, she's talking that BS. Talking that (laughs) yin. What are they saying? I'm talking that yin, yang. No, this is what works. Right. Right, lifelines versus deadlines. I, I I like the lifelines. You know, you said that radio broadcast wasn't something that, that you was keen on, but you found yourself in it, and you end up developing a show called Liberated Sisters. Yeah. And Liberated Sisters, it airs on Radio Justice yes. every Friday at 8 a.m., and again at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Yes. It's also on KPFK 90.7 FM yes. on Pacifica Radio Network on the second and fourth Saturdays. In addition to those two platforms, you also have a video podcast for Liberated Sisters on MorrisMediaLive.com on the first and third Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time. That's a yes. whole lot of stuff for somebody who didn't want to go into radio broadcast. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank God. Thank you, Ann. It, 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 um, you know, that offer to be there 
had been on the table a long time, mm-hmm. you know. And Morris is filling up at the studios, but I just didn't see it. Okay. It was one of those things where I told you, how is this impacting my work with The Final Call? And I'm mentioning Final Call a lot and the writing a lot and the radio a lot. But first and foremost, my family, myself, right? Yes. Where do we fit into all of this? So I'm always keeping that at the forefront. You know, I was in school for journalism. I, I did, I'm a senior. I'm a senior still on hiatus, baby. <laughs> because once I right. said I wanted children, they became the priority. Yes. She's yes. 19, he's 14, I'm going back to school. Okay. Right after that, I'm going right back to law school. We have to complete those cycles. Mm-hmm. But um, they have not been in this conversation much, but make no mistake, that's a priority. Yes, of you course. Know, of along course. with that. But, you know, our prayer, our sacrifice, our life, and our death in the nation is for God. And so that means his people. Right. That's our mission. But, yeah, that video podcast, it, it just clicked. Mm-hmm. It's it was long overdue. Right. You kept shoving that camera in my face. I gotta <laughs> give it to you. <laughs> but she, but when, when she's when she's talking, when she's talking about, I gotta give you credit, right, Angie. Right. You put the visual in my face. I said, okay, okay, right. okay. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Credit where it's due. Angela was always diligently putting up that Facebook live. I'm like, we gotta grow the show. Right, and for for those of you guys who who don't know, I am Sister Charlene's producer. She's abandoned me <laughs> for liberated first doctor for Earl liberated sisters, up. and and I'm not doing a very good job as her producer right now because I'm producing my own show, Conversation <coughs> Piece, as you should be. And um and 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 on on that note, Sister Charlene, I really want to thank you. Thank God for. And I do. You know I thank God I know. For, for sure. To God be the glory. But I want to thank you for opening the doors for teaching me mm. radio broadcasts. Um, it started with Tandy Seasway. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then you took the Angela Bird song, Baton, and, <laughs> and said, okay, we're going to shape her, groom her. And, 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 and not even knowing that you were shaping and grooming me, I was just learning and watching you and I'm still learning and watching you. I said, Harper, who this woman? (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) I keep knocking the mic. No, I'm just joking. No, and just you who, who, who I should be thanking because really what I was prepared to do was what I was always doing, going it alone. You know, the show is called Liberated Sisters. I've not revealed this before, but I have confronted it within myself. And I'm okay with confronting it or saying it. But first I had to understand what was I feeling. But within my own um, sisterhood, I did not feel free in the show. Okay. In the collective. Mm-hmm. You know, because let's face it, some women feel very wronged. And are just sick and tired of men. And... One beautiful sister did say that, she, you know, women's voices have been silenced for so long. Black women's voices. That we finally have a platform to speak our truths. I'm paraphrasing because it was mm-hmm. so long ago. But the nutshell of it was women were speaking. Black women were speaking. And, and this sister said that it would just 
break her heart if she turned on the radio and heard Farrakhan said this or Farrakhan said that. And I said, hmm. So I see there's this type of energy mm-hmm. toward my father, mm-hmm. right? But that wasn't an issue to make. It wasn't a problem for me. It was a problem for that person or and or anyone else who may have thought that. And so I learned and produced. Yes. But with kid gloves, mm-hmm. because I needed to know what I was doing and what I was, um, what this medium was. And also, I did my shows, but I didn't fully, fully create the way that I can create or could at that time create because there was resistance. I don't want to say resistance. There was suppression at the station with regard to the Nation of Islam and Minister Farrakhan, except for when it needs to raise money. It'll pull Malcolm X out of a hat with the quickness. I'm keen on that. Or Muhammad Ali. (laughs) Absolutely. But they're safe because people believe that they were assimilations. But the root is undeniable. And the root of that tree is the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. They will never be able to erase him. I don't know how true this is. I'm investigating it. At first I started not to, but I am. Investigating what? Rumor has it that when it's time for some of the Malcolm X shows for Fun Drive at KPFK, that they're edited. And the edit is to edit the Honorable Elijah Muhammad out. I'll pick that up at another time. But the point I'm making is you can never erase Elijah Muhammad. To erase him is death of everyone. So with that said, the the thing that I was speaking about is that's how Liberated Sisters became named that. Because some of us are brave, went on hiatus. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about the respect because to try to say we have voices to speak now, mm-hmm. but not directly ask not to. How am I going to be Sister Charlene Muhammad and act like I know something? If it wasn't for Minister Farrakhan, we wouldn't be sitting here talking today. I'd probably be in a ditch somewhere for the dumb life that I was living. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I said that to say, when some of us are brave, went on hiatus. It was about to be stripped. There's a history and there's a path there. I won't go any further with that. Right. But I pitched the show on the spot within a day. So that's not on the spot, but in radio that is. Yes. Naming everything. And I kept saying, oh, my God, I got to name it. I got to name it. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do anything, I'm not doing anything that was. I'm going to do what is. Mm-hmm. And I'm liberated. Yes. So no more was I going to kind of do specials or concerned about what the collective would think about the types of shows because I went in with that mindset Mm -hmm. because I was going into something that I was a part of creating, Mm -hmm. but there was a lag 
And so you're humble. You don't just come back in here like, rah. This is not Buster Ryan. You come in and you, you know what I'm saying, Ann? Right. It's not a takeover mentality. Mm -hmm. But at that point, it was all me. So I'm like, let's go, baby. We liberated. Right. And it was not going to be a collective. But it was going to be sisters, of which you were one. So I thank you because I was stripping it clean. I'm like, I'm... Mm -mm. That was too dramatic. Right. And I didn't know I didn't know you and I didn't know the other beautiful sister. Mm -hmm. The energies were very beautiful. I just didn't know y'all and I was like right. And I was like, Well, you can't do that. Why would you cut somebody's creation? Did well, I I think I called you? What did I do? Well, I can't I can't remember How did we hook exactly. up exactly? Well, you know, because you came and did a show you you returned to Some of Us Are Brave, and you did a show here and there. And I was the program assistant for, for Some of Us Are Brave. Um, but so you I, stayed I and phone. one didn't. I, hand, I handled the phones. And then when the transition happened, I asked you, I came to you, and I oh. either called you and I said, okay. I said, oh, if you ever need any help with, with Liberated Sisters, mm -hmm. Let me know, and wow. and I just put it out there, and and the rest is is history. The rest I is can't, radio history, right, baby. Now right. we got conversation piece, <laughs> right? Which is I, you know, I I said some conversation piece is the grandchild of some of us are brave, but um, I think you said that it's it's the daughter of of some of us are brave but i was saying grandchild because some of us are brave to liberate our sisters but you are one of the original founders yeah. of some of us are brave yeah. and and you said that i am one of the examples of what you guys was the mission for for some of us are brave was at, empowering black women in media at least according to tandy and i okay and I can't speak for Tandy, but I, you know, and I won't do that. But definitely, that was one of the things that we all said, those that were in those meetings with us, that's what we said was a mission. And what, that's what we said we were for. But when things started, you know, happening, motives started appearing, true motives started coming out, and, you know, Things went the way they went. Right. But I know Tandy has spoken on it and I've spoken on it too that, you know, we're supposed to branch out. The goal is to, you know, we're, we're not in places, not the grassroots. Oh, there's black women in media. Yes. You know, but the grassroots platforms are doing it for themselves. And some grassroots voices are being pulled into the mainstream. But for the most part... Right. And the, yeah, you're, you're correct. There, there are a lot of black women in media from, oh my goodness, from anchoring nighttime news to um, Washington correspondents to ESPN on the sidelines of, mm -hmm. of, of, How's um, that going of a football, football game. Where Jamil Hill can't speak a dignified truth. And it's suspended and sidelined. I am Angela Birdsong, and you're listening to Conversation Piece on RadioJustice.org. Yeah! 
They call me black and ugly But I go so hard Make the whole world a man uh, I remember when y'all used to call me ugly Isn't it ironic now that y'all just wanna love me so concerned with my weight, I'm more chucky than I am chubby Confidence of a porn star, the day I cut the horns off Took all my demons, threw them downhill in a buggy Then I stood on top the hill and did the Millie Rock and Dougie Screaming only God could judge me I'm feeling like the missile Now y'all come around and wanna kiss up to me, wish you knew All masses, grandchildren, fantasized by crystals You can never diss me, I'm more Leo, you more grizzly Watch your mafias, country boys carrying tools like Dabney's Bricky A Tesla, the BMI, Benzo, I ain't picky talking an appearance ain't no diss to me, no one dissing me I've been to hell and back and came back up and screaming victory Still rocking the triple three, now I wonder my summer Feeling like Pete and peace and memory of D&D's You still rocking whether it's me rapping or Quentin T You all about the Benjamins, I'm all about the family I got the fellas rocking, see we working on a dynasty Black and ugly as ever and still nobody finds me No one been as kind as me Kinds of me. Told niggas I'm one of one and told niggas they one and done. Uh, I'm the only one kind of me. I'm already better than what you niggas still trying to be. Yeah, they call me black and ugly. But I go so hard. I am your host, Angela Birdsong, and you are listening to Conversation Peace with guest, Sister Charlene Muhammad, multi award winning journalist and speaker. Okay, so Liberated Sisters. Within Liberated Sisters, we know Pumps on the Ground was birthed. And, or rather, Pumps on the Ground is the child of Liberated Sisters and your journalist work with the Final Call newspaper because you were on that... Um, Amari Williams. Right. You were you were on and then Ferguson, and... right, right. So yeah, so pump pumps on the ground connects those two platforms, journal your your writing, and and your radio broadcast. Also, birth from Liberated Sisters is the Justice Report, which is a mini news segment <laughs> highlighting various issues, protests, social ills, the work of advocates and act and activists to raise awareness and seek justice about those problems. You have highlighted multiple things, reoccurring events for the Justice Report. One, What is one of the reoccurring themes for, for the Justice Report? Oscar Grant III. We are Oscar Grant. Young black man killed face down superpower knee in his back arms behind his back we thought he was cuffed but he wasn't cuffed but he just wasn't cuffed by handcuffs because he was definitely cuffed cuffed just means restraint and shot in the back miss wanda johnson uncle bobby sister beatrice his daughter their family. This is a rough time right now. Right. Now, Uncle Uncle Bobby, for those who don't know, Uncle Bobby is... It's his uncle. Is his uncle. Miss Wanda's brother. They started the Oscar Grant Foundation as well as Love Not Blood campaign. Them, a coalition of activists and 
residents and organizers in the uh, Bay Area, Minister Keith in Oakland, you know, a lot of people, a lot, many, many, many people, you know, helped to make that Oscar Grant movement. You know, Cat Brooks. Mm-hmm. Um, they traveled. Sister Beatrice, Minister Keith, Miss Wanda, they traveled here every day for that trial. H. Patterson was here in L.A. because they moved that trial to L.A. Because they know Oakland was going to turn up, but L.A. turned up too. But it was a little milder. Mm-hmm. Because some people here that should have connected to that movement didn't see it that way. Okay. Regardless, they were going to, you know, give Johannes Measurely a slap on the wrist. And he was the first cop convicted in California for killing someone on the color of authority. But he was sentenced to two years, served a few months. People say he was sheltered well in the county jail by his boys, which were sheriffs. So that's one. Right. Another one is Erica Garner, mm-hmm. daughter of Eric Garner, killed by this little cop by chokehold. In New York, they said she had a heart attack. And it's stressful. Right, yeah. People think they hear settlements. They think people, when they hear people win monies, win. Look at the word. Want a blank, blank settlement. Not an employment discrimination right. suit. This is a wrongful and it's death not Lada. lawsuit. Exactly. So people think that, oh, well, you know, they got this kind of money. Well, the loved one is gone. Never to come back. The money, if people are lucky, can, you know, maybe help with college or whatever the family plans. But as one sister said, doing a love, not blood panel. And barely buy cereal and milk for her baby, her grandbabies. I mean, when we mm-hmm. think about the value of things, money over life. But anyway, I digress, I digress, I digress. The Justice Report is to call attention. And it's supposed to be a news flash from around the country. Mm-hmm. And the intent is to really pull from final call coverage because we have people everywhere. So we mm-hmm. can really give a global snapshot. Everything, it needs growth. The show Mm -hmm. needs growth. It needs help. It needs work. It needs growth. But it's doing what it can. And that's why you're a multi-award winning um, multimedia journalist and speaker. Because you are always wanting to do more. You're always wanting to build upon what you have. Um, and you're always wanting to to reconnect um, the stories to make sure people don't forget what's happening and you stay connected with the people that you went to, to, to get the stories from. Yeah. It's hard to tell it better. Right. I didn't right. launch the video podcast, and I really haven't done a launch. I'm just, I've just, it's there. I have, I'm going to launch it properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, most of this has been like an epiphany. Mostly all of it. In terms of how to do what I realized now from childhood was something that I right. was supposed to be doing in terms of, you know, as Minister Farrakhan says, the light, it, what a person does best and easiest 
that's that's your God-given talent. Right. It comes easy, and it's what you're best at. And this I found to be true absolutely with me. And But it's how to best tell it. So I didn't, you know, do the podcast because it requires sponsorship, which I'm, I need to beef up. But I didn't get into the podcast to see myself. Right. Or to, um, for vanity, mm-hmm. it's how to best tell the story. Right. And the visuals are just great, like Brother Akili, when you have a General Jeff, mm-hmm. both local activists, and people can see them. Right. Our sister Moya in Missouri, people can see her mm-hmm. and feel right. her face, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? No, yeah, yeah. That is why. It's, it's the a, best way. You know, and it just, it goes to the mission that you have for Liberated Sisters, um, highlight struggles and solutions for black women across the globe, their families, and communities. You are serious about Liberated Sisters. So whenever you have another platform that's available to you, you're going to do it. And that's and that's exactly what you're doing with the video podcast, is now you're putting a visual attached to the words that we hear through through the radio, the words that we read in the final call. And and it's and it's hitting hopefully it's hitting another group of people who may not have tuned in mm-hmm. to the show on Friday or to the show on Saturday. Wow, you know what Angela I just thought about when you said that? And I know you have to wrap up, but I just thought about one in the show that's see in there's so many stories that stick out when it's a, 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 a an um disservice trying to pick because they're each equal in their space and time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in their new unit of time because that issue is grand to that person or community like standing rock when i went with the love not blood campaign I don't think I'll ever be able to describe that fully, you know? Being in Standing Rock? And witnessing and observing and talking to the people and being on that bridge when the UN investigators and the veterans and the Native veterans walked up where they pulled up. Mm-hmm. and then walked up and their interaction with a young female warrior on that bridge and being there pumps on the ground at that moment like the check it and these are the you're making me like these are the types of experiences that make me know I'm walking in my purpose because mm-hmm. First of all, get to Standing Rock. I'm going to do that. Right. Yeah. It's cold. Number one, I'm from Louisiana. It's cold. And then I'm in Cali. We ain't. This is cold. Right. Right. And number two, in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. All the media I'd been reading that day and the day before was about the veterans coming, the march coming, the UN coming. And I'm on the bridge the day before they roll in, in mass. They're coming in, but... You see a key delegation right there, and yeah, right. the recorder's going. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, you, you most definitely go, in my opinion, above and beyond the the call of a of a of a journalist. I, I I know we see journalists, you know, on the front lines in various places of the world, but you're here in the United States on the front line in places that you're not going to see a CNN correspondent. These are our front lines. Right. And you know, to some degree you see them, but it's different. Mm -hmm. When I watch, it's different. Stanley, Tookie Williams, his memorial Mm -hmm. at Bethel AME Church, being there, Bloods and Crips, you hear me? Right. Bloods and Crips. You know the police put snipers on roofs? So you have to FOI. Mm-hmm. But then you have agitators. Officers were agitators. There's a lot of untold stories there. But nothing popped off at that funeral. Minister Farrakhan gave the eulogy. Mm-hmm. When I tell you tense, just like with the United Hood Nation Gang Summit that was recently held that Brother Tony called the game and Snoop supported. You know, people were upset, but everybody's not going to fight the enemy the same way, but everybody's fighting. Before you know it, the wall is down, you know. We say people don't do anything. Okay, well then, now they did something. Right. You're talking about gangsters, number one. You just mm-hmm. ain't going to tell gangsters what to do. You know? Right. But when Farrakhan calls them, they come. Why? Because he loves them. But anyway, I, I want to stick on this other piece. Being on the front Ferguson. line. Ferguson. Okay. The front line in Ferguson. See, sometimes I'm prodded. Sometimes I'm being pushed, and I believe it's God. Like, Sister Beatrice, Uncle uh, Bobby's wife, Asher Grant's aunt, she she called me, Charlene, you, you got to come. She coaxed, not coaxed, she pushed me to go to Standing Rock, and she pushed me to go to Ferguson. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. I have security, that's dangerous, I'm not going out there. Right. That's not my assignment. No. But this is the thinking above and beyond the writing. Right, right. And Ferguson... I went the second week that of it. And several of the people I've interviewed, they've been killed. Killed by? Well. Killed how? You know, they're, they're, they're not, um, these are, these are cases that the people on the ground say it's the police. Mm-hmm. They say it's the KKK. Some say, well, then hell, you're talking about the police. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but the um, perpetrators have not been found. Okay. But Darren Seals, one young warrior, one brother was killed in his uh, black Jeep. Mm-hmm. They found his car on fire. Wow. He was burned, killed, you know, different things. People say that's outright murder. Just other right, people. Right. You know, See, when these uprisings happen, when you kill a Michael Brown Jr., press leaves, the people are still there. 
fighting it right. every day. Yes. And you know, one thing that the enemy can do is just wait you out. And they suffer. There's no outcry, you know? Right. But anyway, those stick and stand out. But it's, um, I don't know. I don't know, Ange. I used to say, why me? Like, when stuff happens and I'm in the middle mm -hmm. of these defining moments in history. Right, yeah. Standing Rock, Ferguson, I'm Oklahoma. Right, I'm right there saying, why Why? Florida, me? yeah. But sometimes, you you know more more than anyone outside my family when I when I'm just up and gone that's a that's an that's a I feel like a command more than an epiphany mm -hmm. that came into my spirit and I go and sometimes mm -hmm. I wait it out and I don't move right like Ferguson I didn't go the first week I was supposed to go and I said I'm not going mm -hmm. that's hot that's heavy I'm not going they'll send somebody but right. that second week I went Got down on the ground, first person interview with this young brother in the projects at the scene, David Banner, Siri X, which is all there, you know, covering and mm -hmm. and hearing the cries of the people. So they wanted to just talk some, but even right here, prayer vigils and different things. It had gotten, I came off the streets for one period of time. I did. When was that? When I started gaining tremendous weight, mm -hmm. and I just started um, becoming sad, mm -hmm. it was a lot. Right. I'd become exhausted yeah. if I'm going to tell the truth about it, and I was depleting resources for good reason, mm -hmm. but I was depleting them nonetheless, right. and I was just becoming stressed out. So what do you do to relieve the stress? What what does Sister Charlene do to relax and and rejuvenate? Glad you asked. And so I don't experience it at that level anymore because I pulled in and I reassessed what I was doing, how I was doing it, why I was doing it, what were some better ways to do it. And once I structured and organized that, one, I stopped going to everything. Okay. No matter how important I think they are. Mm -hmm. The events are from the smallest to the... Sometimes I'd be, many times, the only press. The only press at a place. Okay. But the people, our community was happy that somebody came. And I'd tell the story or broadcast the story. Right. And just go home exhausted. But I stopped going to everything. Okay. I just recently started going back. To everything? <laughs> a value. A value, okay. And and maybe not so much a value, but just where God leads you. That, mm -hmm. but I said it right, of value. Of value. <laughs> because when I first hit the ground, uh -huh. you know, as I, as I say all the time, I tell Nana, I laugh, I say, Nana... I had to learn that there's more than one black community. Everybody don't want the same thing and right. think the same. No. And so some of those things I used to go to, I've learned, oh, those are rotten characters. Mm -hmm. It sounds right, but it don't look right. Get out of here. Okay. That's what I mean, everything mm -hmm. about okay. it. Okay, okay, all right. It's certainly valuable to them, but right. it's not to me. Right, yeah. All of, all of these papers are of value. 
to me. And I don't know how you come across some of these stories, big or small, but now that you explain mm-hmm. that some people talk it, but they don't walk it. They may be saying they're, you know, biblically speaking, they, they may say that they're, they, the fruit that they bear doesn't match the tree that they say they are. Absolutely. And if you have five press conferences in a week, you ain't talking about too much. You are not talking about nothing. And I know I said you are not talking about nothing, but that's mm-hmm. the sentiment I get. Mm-hmm. What do you, five? You know, mm-hmm. that might mm-hmm. be an over-exaggeration. I'll say four. Right. You're right. jumping on everything. You okay. just out here jumping on everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not coming to everything. Okay. Certainly it's valuable to people. And who am I to, you know, say what is or isn't valuable, but valuable mm-hmm. to me. Right. Because I leave a husband. I leave children. Yes. You know, and I, and this is what it is. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Now, my, I, I oh, think this is, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, and what? I wanted to say, you made me think about this. Uh-huh. I used to tell Brother D-Don. Brother D. Don Kamathi. Brother D. Don. Of freedom now. That I wanted to, um, and not just him, I tell other people, I'm going to be a Muslim news reporter. I'll, I'll have on my headpiece, and I'm going to report the news. And that's exactly what I do. That, yeah, that's what you are. Now, that's what I do, and that's where the podcast, when I think about it, when you were talking, I said, you kind of reached it. I mean, now, by some people's standards, that would mean, you know, some of us don't think that we've made it until we're on CNN <laughs> or we're in whatever right. regional times we want to call it. Yes. Or Massa accepts us. Mm-hmm. Or I'm in Ebony. And right. that, by the way, I, I when Main Ebony... cultural when markers. E- yeah, and when Ebony was black-owned, I was, um, and I think you know about it, I was working. I had pitched a story. They accepted the pitch and was like, send it in. And I let grass grow under my feet on that. I don't know why. I don't know why either. <laughs> but, uh, and I'm sure that offer is, you know, I can still do that, but right. I'm not willing now mm-hmm. because it's not black right. owned. Now, will mm-hmm. I not write or contribute to something that's not black owned? That's not what I'm saying. Isn't that ch- shallow, immature, and childish? That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is the mission and purpose of it is different. Right, because you and know until, the beginnings and the history and until, of Ebony and where it is now. Yes, and right. until someone tells me or really convinces me otherwise, then my time and my talent is not for that. Right. That's my opinion about it. Now, if you could witness any event past, present, or future... To investigate and cover it, what would it be? Oh, you're wrong. (laughs) If I could witness any event, past, present, or future. Okay. Now, let me think. I should say no comment. Let me just say no comment, and I'm going to answer it anyway, <laughs> because I said I was going to give you some no comments, and I never So, this is it. your first, you know, no comment So, no me. comment, but I'm going to give it. I just want to say it. But, um, past would be the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's address at the Uline Arena. What year was that? 1959, Washington, D.C. Oh, that's what I was saying earlier. You, more than anyone beside my family, know that some of this is epiphany type stuff uh, or 
moving on spirit type activity because I'll be planning a show and producing a show with you. And all of a sudden, I'll call and say, Ange, can you cover? Right. I'm out. Yeah. Didn't it happen to Standing Rock? Um, yes. It happened and with Figurson. the vaccine and, yeah. rally. I'm like, right. oh, Ange, I'm out. Can the only you one cover? that was playing was 10, 10, 15. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Because I, ah. I knew he was going to be in D.C. for that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Angela. <laughs> All but year. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> but if you weren't good, then I wouldn't have asked. If I wasn't confident, trust me. Right. I would have run pre-records, pre-records. I would have right. pulled anything. Well, glory but be I to knew God you could handle that. the seat. Glory to be to God. And the people love you. So that was a no, no-brainer. I'm like, right. uh. Okay, so what's the next steps for Sister Charlene Muhammad? Um, those steps in terms of work, obviously, they depend on the next steps for our people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are the next steps. When our people make a step, then I'll be there to cover it. And sometimes we're in front of it. The show needs to grow. Certainly with the final call, I'm honing my craft. I'm going to be mm-hmm. returning to finish that little last year just to close out that school cycle. That's all. Right. And, um, you know, just keep going. Right. Grow the show. I need a team. Build a team. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Email me at liberatedsisters at gmail.com. Okay. Follow me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like me on Facebook. Under Liberated, Liberated Sisters. Sisters. But also Charlene Muhammad. I, I'm so active on Charlene Muhammad. I find myself sharing. I post on Liber- I, I'll post on Charlene Muhammad. And share to Liberated Sisters. <laughs> I'm like, girl. Right. You're no. supposed to work the page. But, you know. Yeah, the priority is mm-hmm. creating the stories and creating right. and producing the shows. And sometimes, unfortunately, the social media aspect, which is key in media, you know, right. um, misses. But I, I, if you're listening and you're able and willing to volunteer and are, you know, passionate about what we do, please email me. I need some help. And what's your email address again? Liberated sisters at gmail.com. So, Conversation Peace Family, Radio Justice, for booking or to invite Ms. Muhammad to speak at your event or your school, to cover a story, to sponsor her video podcast, please email her at liberated sisters at gmail.com. Look for her on Facebook with Liberated Sisters. And also, you can find her on Facebook under as Charlene Muhammad also. Sister Charlene, any closing statements? I thank you so much, Ange, for interviewing me when you asked. I was like, what? But um, I enjoyed this. Oh, good. It was so relaxing. Angela, you are a super producer. Keep going. Keep going, get it. I remember when you shared your goal. And people are not at a fraction of it in the time frame you reached it. And so it's your gift. Let it bless you as you bless others. I've been so blessed by you. I'm going to let you go. I was okay. gonna. I was no. I'm not talking about the show. <laughs> I'm talking about I'm gonna release you. I'm being uh-huh. selfish. Like I don't have one for this. Fly, birdie. (laughs) 
Playa. Thanks well, for having me. Thanks for being on Conversation yeah. Piece. It's been so exciting. But you had, you know, and, and this is really my, my last, last, <laughs> because, for real, for real. because when you had said, um, when you mentioned that I wanted to interview and you said, me? That made me think about your awards that you have received. Uh-huh. And I didn't get a chance to talk about your awards. I, I've have you know opened up saying that you're a multi-award winning media journalist and I found in 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 one publication that when you received a phone call indicating that you won the New America Media 2013 Ethnic Media Award you asked the caller twice are you sure <laughs> are you sure <laughs> I did <laughs> and and you know, and you you won a print award for outstanding reporting on civil liberties issues and ethnic mm-hmm. communities for your final call news feature article, "Mother Love Conquers Adversity," and you've also won um, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad Mother Clara Muhammad Legacy Award for excellence in journalism, righteous witness, and nation building. I I can't even name all of the awards that you have um, received. Wow. Just like I can't even name all of the articles that you have received because they're they're wow. numerous. They're they're they are countless, and I am so honored that you would even take the time to be on my tenth show yes. on Radio Justice. Good for you, so yes. so so thank wow. you for for being my 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 tenth. Oh, wow. um, guess. Look at that, number 10. Number you're, 10. You're yes. welcome. And she almost broke me down because that New America Media Award, it really goes to those women that I spoke about, Miss Wanda, Miss Sabrina, many others. See, yeah. those mothers right. whose children were snatched mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by beasts. And then the mother, Clara, on Elijah Muhammad, that goes without saying. Mm-hmm. And that's from right here in our community. Right. BCCLA. So anyway, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. But well, thank you for being on Conversation Peace. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to my Conversation Peace guest, Sister Charlie Muhammad, for opening her home to me for this insightful sharing of her journey. Thank you to Leslie Radford, the superpower behind RJLA, Adam Rice, program coordinator and engineer, Michael Washington of M. Wash So for the opening and closing theme song, and always you, our RJLA family. Reach us on Radio Justice Facebook. Give us some likes, give us some love as you listen to us worldwide anytime on radiojustice.org. I'm Angela Birdsong. Once again, thank you for allowing me to share this special experience of conversation piece on Radio Justice LA Morning Wake Up Call with you. Remember to be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be brave, be courageous, and let all that you do be done with love.